You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's just a little bit past 7 a.m. on this Sunday morning, 22nd day of January. We say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And good morning to you folks. I hope you're staying dry. Powder Springs. You know about that. Yeah. I know one of them is staying dry. (laughs) Uh, But other than that, yeah, you guys uh, be careful out there, especially you got to come down Thornton Road. Yeah, and it's still dark out, man, and so you ain't gonna see them patches of water. Just be very, very careful out there. And thanks to Garrett, reminds me that happy 74th birthday goes out to Steve Perry. You serious? 74 years old, Steve Perry. He still hit the notes? Probably not. That's why he left the band. Well, one of the no, one of the reasons his voice was. Not what yeah. it would have had been. There's a couple guys whose whose voices, you know, they made money on them hitting them high notes and singing a certain kind of way, and then paying for it now. Was it Randy Meisner who sang "Take It to the Limit" or whatever that one yeah. Eagle song? Yeah. He yeah. got into a beef because he wouldn't singing it no more. Him and him and uh, uh, Glenn Fry got into it over there. He's like, "Listen, I don't want to sing this no more." It's like, dude, that's your own big song. You got to get up. <laughs> you got you got to sing. They it. worked it out, but it was he didn't want to sing, sing it. it for a while. Um, you know, when you think about Steve Perry, he was replaced by a, a, a guy who looked nothing like him for years, right. and they were right. out touring. Right. And I forgot his name, but he was he was Filipino. But he sounded just like yeah, him. Yeah, he sounded like but him. But when you yeah. looked at him, it was like, did a Scooby-Doo. You wanted, for the, you wanted the sound anyway. Well, you wanted it all together, but, you know, the sound. Yeah. And the band took him on the road, and they still made money. Uh, so, anyway. Yeah. Chandler Smith. Simpson. Chandler Smith. Chandler Simpson is going to join us in about 20 minutes or so, and I'm looking forward to talking to this kid. The, the, listen, the world is in front of him. Yep. He yep. is beginning his baseball career with Tampa Bay, played at Georgia Tech, um, and, and, and I'm just jealous. Are I'm you? not jealous of his you gonna skill. You're going to tell him you're je- <laughs> We're all jealous, man. Everybody we are. Go we back are, and be are, 21 again are, or 19 are, or and, however and, he is. You know what I mean? And, and, no, but uh, you got to know what you know now and then go back. That wouldn't be fair. Well, of course it wouldn't be fair. <laughs> it would, it would, it would, it wouldn't be fair. Wouldn't but that's be fair. the way I want to do it. We're, we're looking forward to getting his perspective and his take on it, and and this wave of of uh, baseball players that are coming in. So yeah, we were looking forward to hearing uh, his take on it. Another middle infielder. So I know you got some special questions for him. That's sure. that's near near to you. Got to be strong up the middle, man. You know what I mean? So uh, and, and he brings the element of speed, and that's the part that excites. We're gonna me. talk about that. Cause I bet it's slow baseball that I, 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 I miss. <laughs> yes. I miss. I miss speed with my baseball, man. So I, I, I can't wait to talk to him. But I want to run out some basketball from yesterday. College basketball 
was played around the area. We talked about some of the games that were taken in. Um, Georgia has had a very successful season, but they've seen a little bit of a speed bump. They lost to Kentucky up there earlier in the week. Yesterday they had Vanderbilt. They've been playing great, but they come into Athens and Vanderbilt comes away with the win. They beat Georgia 85-82 uh, final score. They played over at Stegman yesterday, and uh, Georgia's record now is 13-6. and Tech continues to struggle. Syracuse beat them 80-63. to Tech's record now at 8 and 11. Georgia State went downstate and they lost to them folks downstate. Um, Georgia Southern. Yeah, so they said uh, 85, uh, 58 52. Georgia Southern to win over Georgia State. So Georgia State's record is now at 9 and 11. But oh, Kennesaw State. Uh oh. And Kennesaw State's doing some stuff, y'all. I mean, if you um, haven't been paying attention, the Owls. Who? The Owls. Uh, 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 50, uh, why are you laughing? Because you did like a little skit there, one on one. It was like a one man show, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Asked and answered. Every once in a Sounds while. Sounds like someone was possessed by an owl. On Wasn't this. it though? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Who? Who? How that, many that's... licks does it take to get to the Twitter? Oh, see, the good, this is making fun of these Ooh. folks, man. They play. <laughs> They playing some good basketball. Hootie who, baby. See, 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 see how you do it. See how you're doing. Um, um, Kennesaw State was the winner. They beat Florida Gulf Coast uh, 65-63. Owls are now 15-6 and six in first place in the A-Sun. These guys keep rolling along, maybe talking about, you know, getting a ticket to the dance. We have to watch and see if they, you know, if they, if they do that. Meanwhile, in the AU Center yesterday, Yep. And uh, I, I, Eric Slaughter, don't want to hear this one, but anyway. Well, he's sleeping. Uh, okay. Well, I, mean, I mentioned they had the big showdown, you know, Clark Atlanta against Morehouse. They played twice during the basketball season. Yesterday's was at Morehouse, Forbes Arena. They packed 6,000 folk in that place yesterday. How many seasons old? Um, that's about it. I mean, okay. it, it was it was built, it, it, the building was built in 96 for the Olympics. Uh, they, I think they played women's basketball. Some played over that way, but it's, it's about six, maybe seven thousand. It's close to filling it up, and so um, they um, Clark Atlanta wins it in overtime, seventy three sixty six over Uh-oh. Morehouse. Yeah, yeah. So Eric's not going to be. Happy That's about the last that. thing we wanted is a yeah. disappointed but, but Morehouse but they'll, man. But they'll, I know it. I know it. But it, <laughs> it, 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 it'll. It. But they'll 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 play at Clark Atlanta later on uh, this season. So that that went on. Um, I mentioned the Georgia High School. Not the Georgia High School, uh, CI wins it. The Georgia Sports Hall of Fame has a remarkable class yeah. uh, coming up. Just a remarkable class. I'm looking of, at it right now, this list of people. It's a, it, it truly is, and it's a, it's a who's who. This week they added one more person to it, Demarius Thomas. Right. Uh, really who, who, who passed away. Um, star standout at Georgia Tech and with the Denver Broncos was added to a list. It is always already star-studded. I mean, the, the I can uh, say that I actually played baseball. Me played baseball against one of the people on this list. Yeah, you did, huh? <laughs> I did. Oh, I played my baseball yeah. with one of these guys. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. And everybody it, knows who he is. It is it's, it's, talking it's, about Stan Caston. Stan Caston. <laughs> Stan Caston is on this. Who played in the men's league here on, forever? On this list, um, the, the ceremonies will take place February twenty-fourth, twenty-fifth in Macon, and uh, Jackie Bradford, renowned for basketball. Uh, it makes the list. Uh, but Gottfried, of course, the coach of Southwest DeKalb High School, uh, is on this list. Andrew Jones, who we're waiting to see next week yes. if he gets the Baseball Hall of Fame vote, gets the Georgia uh, Sports Hall of Fame. John Jones, John Jones yeah. quarterback, quarterback Georgia Tech to the last national championship they won in 1990. 
Uh, you, you talk about Stan Kasten and what he did, um, you know, also with the Dodgers, now but formerly, you know, the GM for the Hawks and the president of the Braves in the past. Al Parker, one of the most decorated amateur tennis players in the history of this state. Um, and when the University, University of Georgia is in his class. Ron Reed, who played in the NBA before pitching for the Braves, uh, talking about a two-sport guy, tall guy that pitched for the Braves. Coach Mark Rick, uh, of course, who I got the call for the College Football Hall of Fame, will be going in with this group. Jack Stallings, uh, former baseball coach at Georgia Southern, the Georgia Southern man over here. Well, uh, hey, can I say something? What's that? Before we went on the show, we were prepping and talking different things. I made a cardinal mistake. Cardinal? I made a cardinal mistake. Which, which cardinal, cardinal in front of which, it? Which, which more cardinal? Serious. Which cardinal? Doesn't matter. Listen to me here. I made a mistake. Our producer was in here, and you just acknowledged him because you mentioned your. I was telling a story, and I confused Georgia State with Georgia Southern. Oh, man. In his presence. Ooh. And it didn't, it folks, didn't turn out folks, well. Folks don't like I corrected him immediately. Don't did worry. I did. I, yeah, he did. See. see <laughs> he, with that, prejudice. That's how he the, did. Other folks from downstate <laughs> have, have, a, have a doing that type thing. We mentioned the Coach Stallings, uh, Steve Weber, who coached Georgia to baseball national championship, and uh, Burt Williams, uh, former Georgia military wow. and assistant coach. They, they got some just amazing, amazing folks who are going in to, to be inducted into the uh, Georgia Sports Hall of Fame down in Macon. Coming up at the end I of have, next month. I have somebody I want to acknowledge that I'm wondering if he is maybe already there. But I'm looking at this list, and you didn't expect me to bring this up, but I'm looking at things, you know, my list of things that happened on this day. You ever heard of Harry Babcock? Why would I know that name? You should know that name. Okay. You of all people, but I would imagine that uh, people at UGA know that name. Okay. Harry Babcock. He, 70 years ago, was the first pick in the NFL draft from UGA by the San Francisco 49ers. He was the first pick overall in that year's draft. My okay. point for saying that is that it was something that you was You said no. NBA draft? I'm sorry, NFL draft. NFL draft. NFL draft okay. took place that year. He, from University of Georgia, was the number one pick. And it was acknowledged in this list of things that happened this day, so that must have been a big deal. We're talking yeah. early 50s. Yeah. Then again, early I'm, I'm 50s. looking here at the overall list of Georgia Sports Hall of Famers, and his name is there. Well, maybe he should be in his there. His name is there. Oh, it is? Yes. What year did he go in? I don't know, but they got his name here. Okay, well, there you go. Is, Problem yeah. solved. Move on. Let's <laughs> 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 see, see, see. <laughs> Yesterday we were talking about this, uh, this thing that's happening down at Bethune-Cookman with, with Ed Reed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and it, it, it's, it's a bad, it's a really, really bad scene. And he did an Instagram yesterday where he had the whole team in and people and explained to them what was happening, that he wasn't stepping down. He was being forced to leave the people. He said it like that? Him. Yeah, he, he said, he said I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to step down. I want to be coach. He had come in and do, started doing a lot of things without even having his contract. It was like a verbal agreement. Right. But uh, he felt like some folks turned on him and he's, he's mad. He's, Took shots at Reggie right, Theus and, every, and Reggie Theus and everything. Reggie Theus, athletic director. Reggie right. Theus was out of town. He's coaching the basketball team. They're down there losing to Jackson State. So, so he wasn't <laughs> he wasn't around for all this. Um, so, just, but who's going to step to him and 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 say you know tell him to have some self awareness? Nobody's going to step to Ed Reed and say that. But here's my question for you, and it may be somewhat rhetorical, but why did you bring him in? You obviously had problems not just with the program, but maybe the funds kept you from having, you know, whatever level And that's the other part that Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, had over them because he showed them what he was going to bring. 
he showed, he, first of all, money. Right. That's and what so, I'm so he said, but I mean, and I'm not, I'm not saying everybody who goes into a situation got to show people, well, here's what I'm bringing, I'm bringing you this sack of money. You know, but that's what Sanders did. And I'm not saying that would have made a difference at Bethune Cookman, but maybe. I mean, and as opposed he, and, to telling them, y'all need to spend money on this, or, this, or, and that. Right. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Or, I think or, or, or just be, like you said, Sanders was a bit more diplomatic. That's yes. not the first time I've seen this happen. I mean, Kellen Winslow was hired as athletic director of Florida A&M. He went in and would tell people how backwards they were. He was mm-hmm. gone in less than a year. So, I mean, you got to go in and know how to go in in that situation. Right. Obviously, people have been dealing, they've been working with less, you know, but they want to do more. And, you know, sometimes the they don't, don't know how they, you don't know how to do it. Let's you, keep one more thing in mind. We keep. I was thinking about this. When we talk about Dion and how he approached Jackson State, the difference between him and Ed Reed is this. He had kids that were in college age. He was taking care of family, too, along with that. You can say what you will about it. I'm not saying that was his motivation, but he had kids in college or going to college. How many kids did he have at Jackson State? three of them. All right, then. Ed Reed doesn't have that. So you want to talk about the diplomat? That's a real good reason to be Henry Kissinger going into a meeting there because I got to worry about family a little bit more than maybe somebody else. But now that whole situation is that do those players want to stay there? Is it too late for them to get in the portal and find another place to play if they come to make a commitment to some of them transfer from places to be there with him? Yeah. That's a that's a big scenario that they have to deal with right now down in Daytona Beach. Well, the motivations, like I said, obviously are a little bit different. Situations are a little bit different, but the bigger picture, as you said, um, is still there. They need they need some help with that program. Sam and I, we're going to switch gears and talk baseball next with a young prospect who spent some time down there on the flats. Chandler Simpson hopefully will join us next. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio, 929 The Game and 929thegame.com. Sam and Greg with you on this Sunday morning. Raining outside, so be careful if you happen to go out. Nasty. But you know what? We're getting closer and closer to the start of baseball season. Uh, of course, the Braves had their fan fest yesterday. We got a lot of young talent from our area getting ready to head off to spring training. And we're joined by one of those guys right now. Greg, ready to talk to him? Uh, uh, I'm ready. I'm trying to figure out what that was. That didn't Georgia Tech. Like... Georgia no, I know Tech that, song. but it just sounded a different That's version. The, 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 
Most schools have two songs. That's, I know. That's, I'm saying that's that's the other, Tech's I don't normally song. hear that one. That's just Georgia Tech other song. Well, you heard it this morning. Just people, people out there would mm-hmm. wonder with that because they're used mm-hmm. to the. But no, no, they got more. They, 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 they know that there's more than one song. Yeah, they're used yeah, to that but they, one. But they got two. I know you say that with such cavalierness, but they, I'm just telling two. you the audience Georgia's all don't know that. Georgia's got two. Georgia's got two. Their folks didn't go to both of them schools. We didn't talk about if the, you go the to greatness the of Kennesaw State. We're being drowned out by our producer. In other words, that's his way of saying shut up and get to our guest. I know. Get on to our guest, man. We got our guest who woke up early this morning to talk. To us. I know he didn't call us. He didn't call. <laughs> he, he, he ain't calling us to talk about no fight song this morning. <laughs> we love Garrett, man. Oh, he just, he just joining us now. The Wait hotline is Chandler Simpson. Good morning, morning Chandler. Chandler. How you doing, man? Sorry about you had to hear all that. We'll edit Good all that morning. stuff out. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? <laughs> it's great to hear your voice, man. And glad you're spending some time with us. Congratulations, yes, first of all, on all that has taken place. Thank you. And thank uh, you. Sam Crenshaw here, and uh, Greg Clarkson. Greg is is he, he's already. He's already a big fan of yours because you're a middle infielder, and that's something. Yeah, that, that, that was my that was my spot. I was in between second and okay. short. Cool. You um, but uh, you are you a ball player? And I say that you know what I'm talking about. Whether you those are your two positions, but if something happens to the coach, say you got to play center field. You're like cool, long as I'm in the game. Uh yeah, most definitely. I mean, I'm willing to play anywhere except uh, catcher. We ain't catching. Yeah, yeah, catch yeah. <laughs> probably, probably not my spot, but anywhere else on the field, I'm ready for it. Yeah. Well, can I ask you one more question? Go ahead, go ahead, man. He, this guy is already he he he's waiting to get to the major leagues. Every baseball player that when when I was coming up, they, they got they finally you know they got their position that they were good at. But at some point as they were coming up, because most times you were the best player on your team, at some mm-hmm. point did they have you pitching? Because usually the best play at some point, a coach will go, hey, man, you throw real hard. You'd be going all the way back to when it's good. Yeah, I'm talking about whenever it was. Whenever it was. Were you a pitcher at one point? Uh, Yeah, I I was a pitcher up until I was about 14. Yeah. So he's like 14. That's when I started. That's when I stopped pitching when I was about 14. But from 14 on down, yeah, I was pitching. There he goes. Yeah, there he goes. There he goes, folks. Spending time this morning talking with, with Chandler Simpson. Uh, drafted second round. Uh, that's your 70th overall pick. That's that's impressive, man, when you think of how many people get selected in a baseball draft. No kidding. My goodness. Mm-hmm. What was it like? And um, what were your thoughts when you found out that Tampa, that Tampa Bay was going to be your team? Uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, um, I didn't really um, expect to – really going the first day I was hearing a lot about uh going on day two and um I my agent was just kept telling me to stay by the phone and my mom and my sister they had uh, already gone to sleep and it was just me and my dad really just watching the rest of the draft I mean really just just for fun and then out of nowhere about like around midnight uh I got the got a call that uh, Tim Bay was going to pick me, so I had to run upstairs and wake my mom and my sister up, and then they uh, made the pick, so it was a surreal moment. So Skipping stairs, pretty too, cool. man. That, that, that's a great <laughs> story. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame.com, talking to Chandler Simpson. This guy is what's next as far as Major League Baseball. You're going to see him in a Tampa Bay uniform sometime soon, but a rite of passage with any baseball player is you got to ride the bus for a minute. And hopefully it is just hopefully it is just a minute. But uh, where are you going to start off at? Because I'm not familiar with Tampa Bay's Double uh, A, Triple A locations are. Yeah, so um, I mean I don't know where I'm going to start off right now. I mean I still just got to go to spring training and ball out there and see um, where they place me at from there. So 
I think it's kind of up in the air where anybody's going right now. So we'll see when spring training is. Yep. Once, how did you finish up last year? What, what did they have you do once you uh, were selected? How did, how did you finish up uh, what you did for, for last summer? Yeah, I finished up pretty good. I finished up um, going into like short season with the complex team. Uh, down in Port Charlotte, Florida. So I stayed down there, and um, then I went ahead and went to Instruct right after that. So it was pretty cool. It was pretty good. All right, I want both you guys to stay with me here because I'm getting to the question I know you want to ask them too. On this date, this is what we do here, Chandler. We give out insignificant information. On this date, okay. 1998, on ni- 1998, on this day, for the fourth time, Ricky Henderson joined the Oakland A's. Went back to the Oakland A's. This was his fourth time. I bring this name, uh, Ricky up because he is, of course, the king as far as base dealers. We hear you got some game as far uh-huh. as that. We hear you got some speed. Yeah, now. Now, are you going to bring that, and do you intend on continuing that in your professional career? Because a lot of teams and a lot of players, you know, they get talked off of stealing bases because you get banged up, you jam your, you know, you jam your ankle, you lose a little bit of speed. But is that something you're going to try and keep in your game, part of your arsenal? Uh yeah, most definitely. I mean, I mean, God gave me the gift to run, and and for me to not be able to use that every single time I step on the field is, I feel like it's selfish on my part. So just to be able to use my gift, um, is just paying paying him back. So, and I definitely want to bring that excitement back to the game, stealing bases, um, taking an extra ninety feet, um, hustle plays, things like that, and. Um, just because and the, how the rules have changed, like time clock, um, bigger bases, things like that. So uh, why not just bring an extra part to the uh, professional baseball? Yeah, folks, we're spending time on the waitfor.com hotline. One of our home folks uh, who's headed off to the spring training here in a few weeks, Chandler Simpson. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at uh, Chandler at C-H-A-N-D-L-R-2-7. Uh, you can find him on Twitter. And follow him along. He's also on IG if you want to follow along with him this season and see how things go with him. Who did you watch, man? Because we got this influx of young talent, young African-American talent, I'll say that. And a lot of them are from this area. How did that feel in the draft to, to see uh, the names called? And, and you guys all know each other and have worked out and, and, and played together. At some point, your paths have crossed. But to see this wave of talent uh, that's going to bring that speed back to the game. And they're all coming from around this area, man. What's that like? I mean, it's great. I mean, we like it's a lot of people that got drafted that I grew up with, and that's in my friend group. So it was just good that we all got to experience a part of our dream together and know that we got a lot more to come. And the fact that speed is coming back to the game, I feel like a lot of um, older, like older, like players that played back in the day would like to see that come back. So we're trying to bring that aspect of the game back. So I feel like we're just paving the way for it. Yeah, yeah, that's what we want. Just go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say I was waiting for his response, and maybe I, I was doing something here. So forgive me if I didn't hear. It. Who who did he admire? Who did he watch yeah, who, coming did, up? Who who'd you who watch? was the, Who were the one or two guys? That you oh, got, coming up. I want to play like that dude. Yeah. Uh. So I really like D Gordon. Um okay. I feel like D Gordon is like a good player come for me. Play middle infield. He could play a little bit of outfield, lefty hitter, speed guy. Um, still a lot of bases. Good run, and then. In the middle infield, I obviously uh, grew up watching Jeter as well. So those are really two guys that I really admire coming up. 
Yeah, fantastic. How do you make the transition to the bat? How, how was that for you, the, the, the bat change? Because Greg and I were talking about that earlier when I came on. We talked about, you know, these guys have to make the addition. You got that ping going on. All of a sudden, you got a, the wood. How was it for you? Was it easy, or what did you do to help you make the transition? Uh, I mean, I feel like it wasn't that big of a tr- uh, transition. Um, I feel like whenever I, like, go hit on my own, even hitting with metal, I still incorporate some wood in that yeah. just for strength purposes and feeling it out. So um, it wasn't that big of a transition. I mean, hitters are going to hit. So Right. And I'll, t- I'll tell you something, Sam, where I- and I am curious about this aspect of your mm-hmm. game, keeping everything you said intact when you talk about changing bats. This dude's gonna be laying down. He's gonna be running out a bunch of bunch of bunts. Bunting a ball with an aluminum bat is different than a wood bat. That is a small sort of an adjustment, and that's the only thing I think that he would be dealing with. Um, I mean, I would imagine you get a lot of you know uh, infield base hits or have, you know, whether it's through mm-hmm. bunting or just you know just sheer speed. But has there been a no- mm-hmm. but has there a noticeable difference in when you lay down bunts with those two bats? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess with metal, if you hit on, if you bunt on a barrel a little bit, it's going to come off a little bit harder. And yeah. with wood, you can deaden the ball a little bit. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit more helpful with wood. So I feel like there's a difference that way based upon the speed of, uh, how you can deaden the ball on bunts. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's an obvious one. The other thing I wanted to ask you is how long did it take you to feel confident hitting breaking balls? Because everybody can hit a fastball. Everybody can catch up to something going three digits at them. But you get to the majors by how you adjust and hit breaking pitches. How long did that take right. you to get that comfort stepping into the batter's box? Um, I say it took time. Like it maybe took like a year or so. Just from my early years in college, just hitting off the uh, breaking ball machine, just knowing how to time it up and knowing like what pad my barrel, my bat had to take to be able to be ready for the fastball, and then still barrel up a breaking ball as well because you have to be able to hit anything to be a good hitter. So I feel it took it definitely took a while, but um, I mean, I'm still trying to get it down packed as well because of these uh, new uh, breaking balls they got now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chandler, uh, that's about your, you know, your college experience. Some people go out of high school. Some people use the time of college. How did that benefit you, and especially your, your situation over at Georgia Tech? How, how did that all uh you know, really benefit you and really really get you finished and ready to go up to the next level? Yeah, so, I mean, I, I started my first two years of college ball at uh, University of Alabama at Birmingham. And uh, I feel like college was great for me just because of the maturity aspect, mentally, physically, um, just being able to get in the weight room and uh, being able to mentally prepare myself for uh, college season, let alone a professional season, and knowing what worked for me um experience um trying to figure out what routines that I needed to go to um for, to get myself ready for the game to have success in the game things like that so definitely from a maturity standpoint and uh just evolution of my game so it was great for me you know what I'm curious about did you ever play uh you know when the Braves finished spring training they had those last two games during spring training up here sometimes they'll play Georgia sometimes they play Tech did you ever play in one of those games at uh, Truist I did not. No, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, I was no, going to ask no. you what it was like batting up in there. Yeah, we were the truest. I mean, what, I think you, did you guys played Georgia out there. We played Georgia at a minor league stadium this past year. Okay, okay, okay. You played um, them up at up at Cool Ray. Might have been Gwinnett, but yeah, the Cool Ray up at Gwinnett. It was at a neutral site, so. Okay, okay. So you had a chance to yeah. to, to, to taste it that way. Which 
Oh, go ahead, Sam. No, I got ahead. so many questions for. Okay, so <laughs> what's that stadium you're looking forward to when you put that yeah, Tampa Bay you uniform? You, well, you know, if you go, if you Tampa Bay, you're going to Yankee Stadium. You well, know that, no, right? No, 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 no. We don't start with that one in this show. Why not? We start with the one at 1060 Addison. Yeah, okay. but that's Cubs. That's that's, that's, that's right. National we don't League. start. Uh, but the, he's going to players all over the place. What are you talking about? Man. He's looking forward to going to Wrigley and somebody taking him out for deep dish pizza afterwards. That's what's going on. He's looking forward to going to Yankee Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 he ain't going to New York. Which one are you looking forward to, champ? Watch him say Dodger Stadium. Uh, what stadium? <laughs> yeah, what are some of the yeah, stadiums you're looking for? Yeah, yeah well, in general. What, what, yeah, what's some of the stadiums um, you're looking forward to walking into? I'm definitely looking forward to uh, walking into Atlanta just because I'm from Atlanta, so that'd be a big one. And um, that'll be home, so that'd be that'd be pretty fun. Uh, I'll be looking forward to walking Yankee Stadium just because of the uh, prominence of the team of the Yankees. L.A., the Dodgers as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just a couple of stadiums that I'm looking forward to going to. We're going to finish this interview. He didn't say you know what. He didn't say Chicago. Shout out to some of you. What was that Cole? Hey, it's Cole. Yeah, it's, it's, it's New York. <laughs> he didn't mention Fenway either, so that's okay. No, he didn't. Shout out to you to your network and to your support. You got a lot of people that support yeah. you here in town, man. Give, give, give a shout out to the people who really. Have supported you then, and 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 who are uh, on this journey with you? Oh uh, yeah! Shout out my family, my dad for always sticking with me, uh, being there since I was since I was little on this journey. My mom, uh, same thing. My sister Skyla, um, my first cousin, basically my sister Bria, my aunt, uh, both of my grandmothers. I love y'all very dearly. I appreciate y'all for. Sticking me, sticking with me through this journey, and um, it's definitely not over. So thank you, I really, really appreciate yeah. it and love y'all. Those are the folks that are gonna be waiting for their tickets when Tampa Bay comes up here to play Atlanta. <laughs> yes, you're gonna have to make that. Oh, you're gonna have to make that deal with some teammate and go. Hey man, I need. I'm going to Atlanta. I need a bunch, <laughs> bunch of tickets. <laughs> but but there has got to be, and I'm not asking you to name names, but there has got to be beside family members, some things, some people that have held you back that have pushed you forward? In other words, one step back, two steps forward. Somebody beat you out at a certain position. A coach didn't put you in the game or a team that didn't, didn't, didn't want you on the field. The motivational hurdles that you have gone through to get to where you are right now, it's not just family. Talk about some of the other things, that work that you put in as far as fielding, as far as batting, all of those hours that you take. When you tell somebody else that wants to do what you have done to get signed by a major league team, what are some of the things you tell them beside what God gave you and the family's going to help you with the work that you have to put in? How do you express that to somebody else who's coming up behind you? Um, what I really try to um, express to younger guys that want to um, get to the co college level or even professional level is the mental part of the game. Uh, the game is really 90% uh, mental and the mental part of the game can really derail you um, Regardless of the God-given talent that you have, if you're not good mentally, then um, you're really nothing in this game. So you have to be able to handle the highs and lows. Um, you have to be able to stay at a median, a happy median. Um, you have to know what works works for you, getting ready for a game, when you're going bad, when you're going good. Just stay at a mental mindset. You can't worry about the stats, worry about the hype that's going on the social media, things like that. You just have to – Stay in your place, keep your head down, just keep working, and know that 
um, at some point it's going to come around if it's going bad and to just stay consistent when it's going good. So I feel like mentality, approach, and just the mental part of the game, I feel like you get that down, then you can be very successful in this game. Yeah, and also yeah. shout out to this guy. This guy had to get it done in the classroom too now because his folks mm-hmm. didn't play. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. His, folks, yeah. his folks don't play. He had to get it done in the classroom too. As well, he yeah. yeah. Listen, yeah. congratulations, and he came very, very close to saying a yogiism. Who's that? He, I'm not, he, you know, you know who Yogi Berra is. You ever heard of him? I do, yes, sir. I do. Okay, do you know what yogiisms are? You ever heard of that term before? No, sir. I haven't. Yogi Berra. I'll get a little quick little thing here, and this is an all-time great baseball player. Yogi Berra had a certain cadence and way about speaking. He wasn't uh, a Harvard grad, we'll put it that way. But he was one of those people, and we got family members like this too, they don't speak the, the proper English, if you will, but you know what they mean when it comes out their mouth. Yeah. And so Yogi yeah. used to do that all the time. Uh, we're going to, just so you just said baseball is 90% um, mental. Yo, one of the famous Yogiisms is 90, baseball is mm-hmm. 90% half mental. That was a Yogiism. Whoa. Baseball is ninety okay. percent half yogi, uh, you know, half mental. Didn't make mistakes. Anyway, listen, man, just stay healthy and have a brilliant and great career. And thank you for getting up and joining us this morning. All right, yes, All right. sir. Thank you for having me. I, I, I really appreciate it. All right, and, and we got and, something and, for and you. And we we giving this for you, man. If you go out. Just something special for you, all right? Uh, uh, yeah, you know I'm going to do that for you, right? <laughs> I appreciate you. Man, have a great time in spring training. We're looking for great things, all right? Congratulations, Chandler. Yes, Thank right. you. Appreciate it. All right. Nice talking with that guy, man. He's ready to get some great things. What we got coming up next? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Game, 92.9 It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, the 22nd day of January. Y'all missed it. Mr. Crenshaw was breaking over here. No, man. What? There, there, there's, a, there's a friend of mine. Whenever I greet him, we always greet each other. Hey, what's up? You still on the voyage? Man, we on the voyage. You know, you, yeah, we, we just greet each other based on this song. <laughs> Um, you on the Fantastic Boys? Yeah, but yeah. you still on it. Yeah. 
I made some notes next to what we're going to be doing here right now with Uh-oh. this whole cat with the casting call and all this stuff that you and I have been talking about. You were talking about Stuckies a minute ago, a little bit. We got to yeah. talking about that, and then and then I don't know what came out of your mouth that made me think of of all people, Louis Grizzard. Um, moon pie. That's it. We reach moon pie. Though, just yeah, yeah. And you said moon pie, and I went moon pie. And an no, RC. somebody named Moon Pie. Oh, one of the players. Right, was one of the players in, in the in the uh, in, in the Georgia. Ah, those nicknames have gone yeah. away. You don't see yeah. the certain nicknames anymore. Yeah, there was one suitcase. And we, 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 we yeah, I was trying suitcase. to figure out how you get a name suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> how do you get a nickname suitcase? Anyway, um, so I'm still trying to figure out how we went down this one roll here. But I know that when I first moved here to Georgia, one of the first things that fell into my lap was a Louis Grizzard tape. And a, a CD, DVD, whatever. Mm-hmm. And somebody played Moon Pie and RC, and I didn't understand the significance of it. Very important. I just didn't, you know, didn't understand. Not it. exactly um, something I'm looking for, but it's an acquired taste. Yeah, yeah. I like me some RC. I just ain't yeah, had Moon Pie. Moon Pie is not a winner. Yeah. And where do you have to go to find that these days? I don't. Is I don't it know. a product of Coca Cola too? By the way, because what you do drinking no. something that's not Coca Cola here in the South? Yeah. I How don't... come he didn't say Moon Pie and a Coke? By the way, which sounds better. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't know. I guess that's right. It is subjective. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys go to 9290game.com slash casting call, you are going to see a list. I haven't really uh, just pressed this like I should, but y'all know I've been doing this. What's that thing Kevin uh, (laughs) uh, Durant said a couple years ago? Y'all know me. Y'all know what I do. (laughs) Okay, well, same thing here. You know what I do, and I have been doing for you since 2011. Yes, you have. And that is pointing out where these jobs are with the film industry. Um, and, and a quick sidebar, if you didn't see the story, I forgot what channel did it locally here, what station, but Trilith out in Fayetteville, one of the biggest studios here, which, by the way, there's over 20. Yes, that's out Maybe there. even over 30 now, that's I don't know. It's out there near Sandy Creek, out there near Sandy Creek. Well, well, Trilith in, in Fayetteville, which I have been out to a number of times to, to work on projects, they built at the hospital that's like a half a mile, quarter of a mile away from the actual studio, which you need. A new break room for their emergency uh, for the emergency room. Break rooms are break, important. They no, are very important. The emergency important. room is important. Yeah, but, but the break, then, the break room is even more important for those people working in the emergency room. And Trilith built them. I don't know if you can call it state of the art, but it's infinitely better than what they had before with new refrigerators and, and and freezers and microwaves and countertops and they did the whole thing, man. I'm sure they appreciate that. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, they did. So when you get that call that Tom Hanks fell off a ladder, we're bringing them here right now, they'd be, you know, like, well, we're ready to go. Or yeah. down the street, Rick Ross needs some help. Yeah, because he, he, he ain't far from there he's either. He's in the neighborhood too, right? And he just had a birthday. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, he did. Remember we talked about it. I think it was yesterday. Okay. Rick Ross had 46 years old. Happy birthday. Did he invite you out to the house? He did not. <laughs> he, he did not, and I can understand. He probably wanted a private little short, you know. Small ceremony at his house. You think so? You know, he doesn't do it that big out there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Extras Casting Atlanta is the first opportunity I have for you. They got a Disney project where they need stand-ins, and you're going to see the list of body types and, and ethnicities that they need. Men, women, uh, Latinos, Asian, Caucasian, male, everything. You want to check it out. Those stand-ins make a little bit more money than the regular extra jobs. Okay. So I got that up there. That's Patrick over at Extras Casting Atlanta. Why is Atlanta. that? Because you are basically the mirror of the of the star, someone's featured. Yeah, yeah. the the the, the, the um, principal. principal. Okay, thank you. Okay, that's good. All right. All right. So All right. The, you don't get to you know you eat with them, 
you are, you're, like I said, you're mirroring them the whole time. And your job is a little bit more important. And you will be needed pretty much every scene that star is in. Okay. As you got to dress? To, what, now you, how you got to? You just, you, well, you're the, hired because you look similar height-wise, complexion-wise to the person. You don't have to necessarily dress just like them unless the wardrobe The wardrobe do, would handle that, right? The wardrobe would handle that. And yeah. you would only dress exactly or similar to them if it had anything to do with the lighting to make sure it was properly lit so you just couldn't have just plain old clothes if the person's in a costume, so to speak. Okay. Okay. But stand-ins are needed. I, I was telling this you guys be, something. Would, would be like, like, the, like the AT&T commercial that LeBron James is in? Where I you told never you about that. See they him, right? shot that in, right. in different time zones. I absolutely believe that. Right. I can't prove it in court. But she never is clear in the picture behind LeBron or next to LeBron. Yeah. And he is never clear right. when she's on camera. Okay. And, yeah. and, and this is done. This is technology. This is the world we live in right now. Yeah, Oprah's he can do that in the, and the check cleared the bank. So yeah, it's good. yeah. Prince Harry and, 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 and Megan somewhere else. And, but it looks like they're sitting five feet from each other. There you go. So uh, anyway, Extras Cast Atlanta, they're the first one is also have a need for people to be uh, restaurant patrons. This is a beautiful country. You're going to get hired for a job. What do you got to do? Oh, we want you to dress kind of nice and just go to this place and we're going to sit down and feed you. And then we're going to pay. You're going to really eat? You don't have to. But it's done over and over again. Now, there's two different ways they can do that. They can actually put food that they want you to eat. The principals are usually always eating. Right. But the people who are the extras, you're basically holding your fork and you're having a conversation with whoever you're with. Did they bring you some of that food, that display food? You know, when you go some places and they say, well, this is what it looks like. And, right, it just sits there for, like, weeks or whatever. I don't think they do that. Okay. But I will tell you that depending on the size <laughs> of the production. Display food. What did I do when we got here this morning? They what have to I preserve that stuff, too, because it doesn't, so it well, stays. Well, right. craft services are always there, and there's always somebody cooking. You can't go X amount of hours without having a meal provided for everyone. Right. That was one of the things that was part of a strike years and years ago. But, you know. Depending on the size of the production, the size okay. of the crew, okay. and 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 how much disposable cash they got, <laughs> will depend <laughs> on whether or not you get a hot meal or, you know, I have worked on productions with very famous people, and I did it when I was actually learning what extras needed to learn, because I've always been a principal, but if I'm going to do a casting call, I need to know what they're going through. Right. And I did it on a couple of productions. I'm not saying the name of the production, but I was handed a two-piece by the colonel and a folding mm. chair. Yeah. How about that? At least they want you to be comfortable, right? Hey, have a seat. Have no, a seat. You took a chair. You weren't inside. You were outside. Well, you had a choice. You could be in this cavernous-like area, or you could go outside and sit. And um, most of the folks went outside. But that happens. There you go. So, again, it depends. But these are the little things that, again, over these 11 years, and it has changed a bit, obviously, with the pandemic. That changed a number of things. But this past week. Well, let me do this real quick because I okay. want to talk about Go ahead. I know you asked me a Go question ahead. or two. Go ahead. Casting Taylor made. They're doing, well, geez, this is actually the production I was on this past week. Really? And it's, yeah. She's, Heather is looking for students, people to play missing students. That would obviously be in some sort of um, throwback scene and, and maybe in some pictures and also friends of the students okay. for the TV show Found. Okay. The NBC project, which I had the pleasure of being on uh, shooting scene for a couple days ago. But they need students. They need people who are 18 plus who look like they could still be high school students. Okay. Remember, anybody who's under 18, you got to have that certificate from the Georgia Department of Labor. I have that link on the casting call. So see all of them because I got, oh, geez, 
<laughs> I sound like I'm from, from Fargo. Oh, oh, no, no. Um, well, what happened? <laughs> I just have a long list here okay. of job opportunities. Rose Locke doing the Francis Ford Coppola movie, mm-hmm. looking for NASA technicians. Hilton Casting got two projects. They want you to go to their website, so I have the link to those. One is called Kingdom Business. This is in its second season. Also, Zoltar is in its second season. They're casting that. Destination Casting, looking for fresh faces. And, again, there's the behind-the-camera opportunity. So all of this stuff is waiting for you. If you got um, any questions or, yeah, listen, Greg, I tried to this, just hit me an email. Greg.ClarksonOdyssey.com. The list is up at Get Cast with Greg on Twitter. And uh, good luck to you. But, again, the money is flying through the air, and it's about to really get busy around here. So I want you guys to grab this stuff. As we move into the 8 o'clock hour, though, Mr. Crenshaw, I'll tell my story about this past week later. We gonna talk some NBA, okay? And <laughs> continuing with the movie theme, the guy who got me bumped from my last project or oh, the one before this one. Uh oh. Miles Garrett from Fox Five is gonna join us. We're gonna talk NFL playoffs. That is all coming up. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game Take us with you on the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.